Hi, I'm Willie Tier. I'm Noah Conley. And welcome to Two Boys, Two Movies, the podcast where two boys, you guessed it, talk about two movies. Uh, this is our second episode, and uh, today, uh, in honor of Sir Roger Deakins, now knighted, we're talking about uh, his cinematography work on The Shawshank Redemption and Rango. Polarizing films. A polarized... We're talking about the greatest movie of all time and The Shawshank Redemption, and I can't wait. <laughs> Um, so, <clears throat> I guess something in my throat. Okay, um, uh, I like to start by just saying I was, a uh, Noah, I was a little late today, uh, yeah. coming to the podcast, um, just considerably late, actually, um, because I went on a little trip with my friend Julia, uh, we went on a little road trip, we just saw where they filmed, uh, Knives Out and La La Land, Knives Out and Little Women, because they're all in Massachusetts, and, uh, we got to see the house from Knives Out. Oh, where yeah. I knew it was filmed locally. So it's filmed I... in Wellesley. Wellesley. Okay. Uh, Wellesley. So it's like it's where my mom grew up. Actually, funny story. My mom grew up not in the Knives Out house, but she <laughs> rented out uh, when she was a kid. Rented, basically rented out a shed out back behind that house. <laughs> so when I showed her Knives Out, because I'm like, oh, mom, this is a good fun murder mystery movie that you might like. Uh, she was like, oh my god, I've been in the house. But she said it, like, really casually, and, uh, I was kind of offended how casual she was of the fact that she <laughs> was in the house where Knives Out was filmed, because that movie is really good, Great and movie. I love it. Great and my, movie, my mom's just way. like, oh yeah, no, I've, no I, I, I used to live in your house. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, are you serious? <laughs> um, but we didn't get to go in, because there were two signs that said private property and do not enter. And I got nervous, Ugh. and I didn't, couldn't go in. However, I did get to see the house from a distance, but that was like a considerable distance because if you've seen the movie, it's just surrounded by woods. So we did go by a road by it and through the trees. You can see the house and it, it's just the house. Like it, it's so cool. Like, you know, <laughs> it's nothing surprising, but like it was really upsetting. We couldn't go in um, or well, see yeah. the little shed that my mom lived in. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then for Little Woman, we just went. Have you seen Little Woman, Noah? I have not actually seen Little Woman. I've it's... heard so many people praise it. It's like delightful. Like I'm not even a big Little Women guy. I didn't read the book. Uh, I haven't seen the previous adaptations, but it's honestly just a really good movie. I've heard that that Timothy Chalamet kid is everybody's everybody's <laughs> favorite. Who, who is this boy? Why does everyone like him? <laughs> Why is everybody yeah. obsessed with this man? Spe- oh my God! Wait, before we get into it, speaking of Timothy Chalamet, and uh, we need to talk about. Did you see the cast? That came out recently, a possible movie that Timothy Chalamet is in consideration for? I think I did, but I don't... You're not going to like it. You're not going to like it. It's No, I... Um, I feel like I saw it and I wanted to save it for here, but I completely forget now. Do you want me to... I'll, I'll throw it out yes. there. They're considering Timothy Chalamet and Tom Holland for a Willy Wonka origin yes, film. Yes, yes, yes. I... Oh. <laughs> I'm it so hurt. upset. It hurt. I, can, can I be honest? It's not even like, oh, we need to push that agenda. I just would like to see it. I'd love to see, like, a Willy Wonka of color. That would be cool. Like, oh, like, I, uh, like, wouldn't uh, really be an origin film, but it would be. Well, just like, thing, you know, as long as it's like the Willy Wonka character, but it's like a different race. Like, I'd be so yeah. down with that. Why not? Like, I feel yeah. like we should pick an actor who's qualified and not get, Timothy Chalamet and Tom Holland. Let's get Stephen Young. Um, yeah, <laughs> Stephen Young. I'd actually, <laughs> Stephen I'd, Young. honestly. 
<laughs> he he's a funny guy. Why not? Um, I oh my god, I'd love to see Stephen Young. Um, I think people wanted. Uh, I, we watched the Oscars together last year. So remember the uh, lady who did the uh, the intro, Janelle Monae. Uh, yes. I yeah, she was in consideration because she acts a lot. Um, hmm. She can also sing because she's a professional singer as well. I feel like that could also kind of work out as a you know, as just a female black st- Willy Wonka. I, I could. I could. See I wouldn't it. mind. I to be honest, mind. like I'm more. I it's just, not like I don't want them. In fairness, I just don't want them. They already, in my mind, they already jumbled around with um, Johnny Depp, which we'll talk in depth about johnny depp coming soon but it, it just <laughs> feel like i don't yeah, want them to touch I, the, the what we're trying to say is they peaked with the johnny depp rendition and we don't need to see no, else. no 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 <laughs> with gene wilder no oh, yeah no they, pe- they of course peaked with wilder i'm just messing with um, you um yes but yeah i'm a big wilder stan ah the big should but, I, yeah he, should i should i kick off our conversation with a uh the cracking of the can as it as you will the cracking oh yeah <laughs> the um, cracking of the ladies can. and gentlemen noah conley has a spin drift today uh, we're not together for I this podcast but he has a spin drift uh explain what it is and then i want you to crack that bad boy open for me just so i can in spirit i just, have a spin I drift just as well. cracked it open in front of oh, what you were giving your you son of a analysis. bitch i didn't hear it okay that's all right <laughs> maybe is, like, um, hold on i'm gonna pop a, on youtube and then oh. look up can can noise no i'm not gonna do that right now <laughs> I'll do that later, just so I can pretend that I heard it. Um, in post. In, in post. Um, okay, uh, just saying, for all you uh, listeners out there, I'm going to snap my fingers, and there's going to be a ton of cans making a noise when I snap. I'm going to do that in post to annoy you. Ready? Three, two, one. It just happened. It just happened. Um, um, or maybe or maybe I got lazy, and I didn't put it in. And then there's just nothing Maybe there I snapped, too. Um... Maybe you did. So this is you know what? I'm actually not going to put any can noises. I actually kind of want to lead them on, and just I'm just too lazy, snaps. and I don't want to deal with it. I just—it's just, just me going snaps in front of and, microphones and a little silence. Yep. Um, this is a half tea, half lemon, um, not lemonade, lemon sparkling water. Ooh, um, spin. That's pretty drift. good. It is. It's interesting. It's like the other lemon, a little with muted, more muted lemon. Nice. I like that. That's pretty good. Mm. We should start a um, conversation. Which I movie? think we should start. Uh, which, um, which movie what was our... should we talk about first? What did we do last time? Because I think you had an order. Like you want to do the B movie first and the A movie last? Or um, <laughs> or how did you do it last so, time? I mean, we can we can do any order. We Last time we did Detective Pikachu and Sonic. Um do you want to? Do, do you want to? We can do in order of my watch, which was Shawshank and Rango. <laughs> which I did. Okay, I did. I did the opposite. I did. Gotcha. I did the opposite. I did Rango and Shawshank. Okay. Because um, I I need you... I, I knew I'd probably need some sanity, so I decided okay. to do Shawshank. Pick the option. Which would you prefer to converse? Um, about first? I think I'm gonna have to. Oh, hold on. Someone's knocking on my door. Hold hold, please. Oh boy. <laughs> I have to entertain. Okay, cool. Bye. I, okay, cool. Someone just butted into my out. podcast. Cut this should, out. I, I, I should have I done like a thing. I was like, get out of my room. I'm making a podcast with my friends. Making a podcast, mom. 
We're talking about Rango and the Shawshank Redemption. We're talking about Rango, um, you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand the Gore Verbinski film from 2011, Rango. Um, no, but I, uh, uh, let's see. I okay, yeah, maybe we, let's let's start with Rango. I kind of want to start with Rango. Rango. Okay, because I'm already in like that Rango mindset. To be honest, I'm feeling a little chaotic. I think I'm ready to go. Feel a little chaotic. <laughs> a that little is, chaotic. This movie was chaotic. Um, this movie was yeah. It was um, all over the place. Um, where do we even start with Rango, dude? Um, well, we start in the Mojave Desert, <laughs> as most butchered. good stories start. As most most good stories start. Um, can I tell you a story about my experience with Rango? Yeah, um, go for it. So, years ago, I <laughs> was uh, watching this film with my family. I watched the intro and fell asleep. And I woke okay. up during the very trippy, also spoilers, the top of mm-hmm. the heading spoilers for both movies. Uh, I saw the very woke up to the very trippy almost creepy cactus scene later on in the film Uh (laughs) uh-huh um and was just thoroughly confused oh i i bet that's i even watching the movie i was like wait why are they alive what are you what's going on (laughs) this movie um is like I wouldn't be surprised if it was rated number like three on the top ten like LSD movies. Oh, oh no! Well, okay. So there's a great, uh, great little segue into my point actually for the LSD. Just very quickly, um, Johnny Depp was in a movie called Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Um, in fact, um, I've never seen it, but I know uh, when Rango hits a windshield when he I, at some point in the movie. It is the car from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and the two characters from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I did not notice that, but I've seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. You have, really? I have to go through it again to see it. Uh, Um, And it made me upset because I realized that Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and Rango is a great double feature. That really would work. Um, But let's let's get into the meat of the movie. First off, Johnny Depp has a really good performance. It's Johnny Depp. He just has to be chaotic. And what's Johnny, yes. Johnny Depp if not chaotic? It's weird to not see him physically and in an mm-hmm. animated form. But uh, even yeah. still, um, he is very it's Johnny good. Depp. He's Johnny Depp. Um, uh, you know, p- uh, personality aside, he's he's a he's a good actor. Uh, this this movie really embodies the the plot of this movie just can be summarized into a chameleon fakes it till he makes it <laughs> yeah um, is he, okay is he a chameleon or a lizard um because he changes colors but i was so sold on the he fact he's a, a lizard. chameleon okay um he's a pet chameleon in the mojave desert <laughs> <laughs> indeed he is um There's yeah a tongue twister for you um I also, uh, um, we also had a, we had a, 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 some really, I don't know, really know what to talk about the movie besides like its impact, like outside of it, like the whole movie's crazy and you kind of have to watch it. Uh, and we will talk about like if the movie was shot well or not, cause it's Roger Deakins and that's kind of why we're here. But, um, I, I just need to ask this question. I know I'm kind of skipping ahead. Noah, how did you feel about the animation? 
at times unsettled. <laughs> at, yeah. Um, the fur, the, the like, the scales and, like, the lizard stuff kind of, like, was cool. Like, it, it was, like, supposed to be ultra real, but, like, animated, so it's cool. But the fur looks so weird to me. Yeah, it it really, I, I feel the same way. Um, it just, it was, it just, I mean, it, it didn't, was well like, animated. It was but, well animated. It was really well animated, but like it, I just didn't. It didn't sit well with me. Yeah, I. I mean, we've come so far with animation. Where were we in two thousand? Who are we to say two thousand eleven was a good year in animation? We're Can't, we're watching Rango. We're won. watching Rank. It was oh, best you, animated you in twenty eleven. Uh, yeah, I was about to. I was gonna bring that up later. One best animated, but we're we're. Listen, we're watching Rango in a post-Spider-Verse world, and nothing oh. looks the same. Spider-Verse is peak animation. Nothing is, it real is after that film. So what are we What are we supposed to take away here? Like, it's, you know? Um, I really... It's... The plot just pulled me in directions and said, look at this. This is where we are now yeah um, and i just have to go all right cool let me see some performances like <laughs> yeah exactly it um like they they have some good some good acting talent on cast yeah no they had some good they had a good cast and like some of the, the action scenes are actually pretty energetic and fun but like mm. if we're talking about like story like i knew exactly where it's going but also i didn't but that is not a compliment at all like it is a it's it is a classic western it is mm-hmm. it follows the classic western outsider finds himself in you know town or yeah outsider finds himself into a western town and gets wrapped up in their drama i mean it spins mm-hmm. it a little bit making the outsider you know not familiar with western culture at all right uh so i but speaking of like it being a western i one of my biggest problems with the entire movie and i feel like our whole conversation about wrangle will be issues because i had a lot of them um is i um uh uh, what's gonna say uh oh i have no idea who this movie is for at all like, you can't put a Fear and Loathing Las Vegas <laughs> reference and a bunch of, like, I have a few quotes that made me laugh, but I know a child would never get. But also, like, it's too niche to be an adult movie. So, like, who is this for? Yeah, that is a interesting way to look at the movie because I, it really, it really doesn't feel like it has, I mean, animation is not explicitly for children um exactly i agree this entire wave of animation coming recently has been dedicated to that um with your your big mouths your bojack horseman yeah um, of course but like at least those those advertise like hey we're the adult animation like we're Mm. we're edgy but then with like rango it's a nickelodeon movie that was marketed to children. As a child, I remember this being marketed specifically to me. It was like I did see ads myself. That wasn't during a football too, game. Yes. It was on like, it was on like TV shows that I would watch. Like in between, I would see ads for Rango. But yet, I didn't go to the theater to see it. I saw that. Rec- I saw it recently. But I, 
what am I supposed to take away from that? Like, it's nothing, it's nothing that I'd enjoy as a kid. Like, so why would you market it to me? And if it's for adults, then double down in that. Like, you gotta, you really need, you either need to pick one or be a family movie. And this is not a family movie. And they did not pick one. I mean, despite its marketing, it made plenty of money. Oh, it made plenty of money. (laughs) It made plenty of money. It won award after award. Um... Also, so how do you actually? Something how do you? In this movie. Yeah, and there was something like uh, specifically getting into Roger Deakins. Like he was a he was credited as a a I believe a cinematography consultant. I believe is what he was credited as. But he was in like, you know, he was definitely high up in the credits. Like this wasn't like something he, had, he just to- toyed around he had, with. He had more hands on this project than uh, Steven Spielberg had on Ready Player One. <laughs> Honestly, I saying. wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. <laughs> Uh, I'm almost, I, I feel like Ready Player One is just a Warner Brothers movie and not a Steven Spielberg movie. Um, oh, have you heard the whole thing about Steven Spielberg being in the movie? Like, he directed the five real-world scenes, and that was Wait, no it. way. Really? Like, that's the big, the big talk is that Steven Spielberg was on set for, like, this is just mostly jokes, but Steven Spielberg was on set for, like, two days. Uh, honestly, like, I, I kind of am not really scenes, surprised. Not really surprised. The rest of the animation, because it's all CGI and animation, and I didn't know uh, they like they just did stuff without him though. Like he didn't get final cut. Was that? Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure they did stuff without him. Yeah, and to be honest, it's not like movie? we're gonna get like <laughs> release the director's cut of Ready Player One. We oh, need man. it. <laughs> release the Spielberg cut. The Spielberg cut. Um. Oh my god! Uh, but um, I'm just looking over some of the things I have I have notes on. Um, like I was looking over just some lines. Uh, w- one of them is a uh, Rango offering the frog to like hide him. W- w- he just says, "I'll let you kill. Uh, I'll let you kiss my sister." Is one of them. <laughs> or um, or how well, there the is, uh, there is some really good comedy in this movie. There's some really good lines, but like again, who is it for? Like, and then there's Being... one with a. There's someone, they're like, there's like the Native American, um, like inspired character just goes like, I can sense like one person going this way and one with a large prostate. <laughs> um, yeah. and then, uh, or another joke. line, which was, um, if this was heaven, we'd be eating pop tarts with Kim Novak, which <laughs> oh, what child knows who Kim Novak is? Uh. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm I'm fine with a Kim Novak reference. Are you kidding I'm me? I'm fine like, with it. I will dude, I, I I love Vertigo. What are you What are you talking about? Um, but like, um, also, what adult understands a Vertigo reference? Like, what? What? Like child that's a, that's a specific mean? movie. Yeah. What child would would go? Yes, I know that. I I'm aware of Alfred Hitchcock's seminal film Vertigo. <laughs> like, what do you? <laughs> Me, a six-year-old. <laughs> it sounds like something that's like, well, you were out watching that. I was watching Vertigo when I was six years old. Well, you were watching Frozen 2. I was watching Vertigo. Um, I'd like to talk about a child that decides to watch Vertigo <laughs> at six years old. Um, that's a really interesting kid. Uh, and if you're out there, talk to me. Uh, DM me at Willie Tear um, on Twitter. Um... Yeah, that, but that was, like, my main thing with the whole thing is, like, I, I just didn't know who this was for. And, yeah, um, I... I like, thought it was... 
uh, there was definitely some good comedy. I got a, mm-hmm, a good mm-hmm. chuckle out of the whole, like, the uh, my lem- my memory is a little loose, but the whole scene where he is talking to the dudes and he's talking about how he once shot, like, six men with one bullet um, was really good. That was fun. I, I really like that, actually. And he's like, well, you shot through the fi- five guys. What about the six? He's like, he died of a heart attack. <laughs> and um, everyone starts cheering. Like, it actually, like, yeah. it did, it, it's moments like those, like those small moments where I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, this is, this is funny. And, like, I could see why these people would rally behind Rango. Like, they, like, I don't know. Like, I, they're, like, little parts where I'm like, oh, I, I get it. Like, I think I see it. Yeah. But then, like, there'll be another scene where I just, like, I see some animation or it's like I don't understand who, what audience is supposed to be for, and I. That's when I just sort of kind of lose it. Yeah, because um, at least like with. Uh, so I'm gonna go on a little tangent here. Um, and I, I, by the way, when we get to Shawshank, I am gonna go on a little Deacon's tangent. Um, oh but boy. for right now, uh, <laughs> I have to to set this up. But um, I'm just gonna say that uh, for just real quick, um, like for the perfect example of like oh bouncing like an adult joke in. And just like kid humor is like just every scene in Trek, like you know, it's like haha, he he's playing like he he's out of line, and he's playing the trumpet, but it's a different song. But then like an adult could go like, oh haha, that's the Hawaii Five O theme. Like like I you know like it's like little stuff like that where it's like oh it works for both. Like I could see the comedy yes. in either. Or like it's... if it's like oh there's mud on him and I don't know like it like it ba- Shrek balanced it really well, but this one just has no idea what it's doing. Um. Thank you for acknowledging that Shrek 2 is the <laughs> pinnacle of animation. I'm going to be honest, I've never seen Shrek 2. Oh my. Okay. Is that, this is that might have to... we're going to have This is something we're going to have to deal with. We're, we'll, we'll touch on that at the end of the podcast, for sure. Because I, I do want to see they that. Make, they literally make an O.J. Simpson joke. Uh, they... <laughs> you are the person that showed me the O.J. Okay. Simpson joke. Don't worry. That I know entire... it exists. That entire cop spoof is just fantastic. Um, no, and I know some of the jokes and why people really like it, but I actually haven't seen like the full movie. Like, um, I've seen the like I need a hero scene. Like, that's not that's not foreign to me. Like, I know that. Um, but I just got to see the whole movie. I just I have to. Yes. Um. um let's see what else? Are we? Is there anything? Oh, um, I'm gonna look up the what else got best um, animated. 2011 i'm gonna look up um what else got in 2011 what could have been on there what could have beat rango um and i already know one that's on there but i just want to see the other nominees before i start yelling about it noah you're you're gonna roll your eyes like i can't see you but you will roll your eyes when i bring up what was considered oh god is it something Uh like genuinely good it is something genuinely good but it's a very willy tear movie um you're gonna go like, oh my god, when I say it. Is it a Ghibli? Nope. Okay. Okay, hold on, I got it. Ready? Let me read off the nominees. Okay. So we have Rango. Okay. Puss in Boots. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm back behind her. I'm behind Rango uh, uh, Nope. Now. Okay. Ready? A Cat in Paris, which is a French animated film. Didn't see it. Okay. Uh, Chico and Rita, which is a I believe a Spanish film, which I didn't see. And then the one that I think should have won. Kung Fu Panda 2. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, Noah. Kung Fu Panda 2 did not win over Rango. Um, 
After seeing I, both movies, I say Rango. I, I stand by Rango. Oh, you son of a bitch. I, I don't know I if I can stand, stand by, by that. <laughs> um, can I... I just want to say, if you haven't seen Kung Fu Panda 2 recently, it's very good. Uh, it's directed... It's also the highest grossing film, uh, animated film directed by a woman. Um, it's actually the first major animated film directed by a woman. And not only that, it was the highest grossing animated... Uh, sorry, highest grossing movie by a woman until Wonder oh. Woman... In nineteen in nineteen seventeen in twenty seventeen, um, uh, but yeah, so that Kung Fu Panda two actually holds a place in cinematic history, and it doesn't get its time, and I'm very upset. I like, I like that when Wonder Woman came out in nineteen seventeen, predating the events of the movie. it's like it's like it's like some sort of weird christopher nolan movie prophecy it begins where it ended yeah um Um, overall uh, rango was a a mediocre move fun but mediocre movie i think i gave it a two and a half stars on letterbox i say three i did not log it into letterbox you should i should but i say it was a three star movie okay um Johnny Depp yeah. carries the performance. It's a hard carry. It's a hard carry for um, sure. Yes. Um, oh, by the way, my little uh, just before we transfer, I would like to just little few word few words in memoriam about Kung Fu Panda 2's uh, Oscar chances. Oh boy. Oh, right. hold on. It's, it'll be it'll be quick. I'll make a brief. I'll make a brief. Welcome um, to the wake of Kung Fu Panda 2's <laughs> nomination. <laughs> honestly, for the honestly, eleven Oscars. Um, I just want to say that Kung Fu Panda 2 if you haven't seen it recently I do highly suggest a rewatch and this is not even like haha funny panda does kung fu like it's actually like a legitimately good movie I swear to god Um, it's only it's a good children's film it's a good action movie it's female directed Uh, the animation is uh, stellar Um, Willie I had an idea hold on to your Kung Fu Panda Uh, no 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 no. I have an idea too we're saving it to the end of the podcast. I know what you're going to yes. say. Yes. I, I know exactly um, what you're going to say. Don't worry about it. We'll do it. All right. Let's talk about it. And now that we've got done with our lighthearted, haha, funny chameleon and desert <laughs> jokes, let's talk, let's talk about let's incarceration talk about in the United States. Let's talk about Jesus metaphors. Um, I don't think there's a lot of Jesus metaphors. There is. Um, I Were there? read an entire thing. About oh, how... I didn't read it. So I listened to a podcast where they talked about Roger Deakins in preparation, which I will go um, on a little tangent. But you can, um, there is a lot of uh, Christian. Uh, oh well, there is a lot of Christian things. I didn't. How about this? I thought you were talking about uh, like J- Jesus is um, uh, who's the main character? Andy. <laughs> Andy, I thought I thought there's a Jesus is Andy type metaphors, but I there was a lot of Christian stuff in that. That hundred percent makes sense. Oh, I um, guess there, they, I guess there is like a rebirth out of water. Yes, kinda. There is um the uh, scene uh, on the prison roof um, can be seen as a recreation of the Last Supper. Um. C- oh, I. Yeah. Okay. There I kinda, is a lot, yeah, I kinda there is that, a lot here that you can kind of. There's look plenty of into. biblical quotes that are thrown around by the oh, Lord yes. and Andy um, for sure. I am the light of the world. Stuff. Oh like yeah. That oh, I love it. I love it so much. Thrown at the audience that isn't. It's very much there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah um we, our story starts in portland maine uh a wonderful city a wonderful city uh who doesn't love portland um Ooh. i've been there five times in my life uh because I've, my grandfather lives oh, there, I've been there so. a couple times myself yeah um, it's, it's, i like portland <laughs> But not really this much to say about Portland. Portland. But... <laughs> I, I, I realize that maybe Shawshank Redemption is the only movie that I can think of that's set in Portland. And to be honest, Portland has that going for it. I, I like Shawshank Redemption. All right. Keep um, talk talk about your thoughts on Shawshank while I look about look up movies set in Portland, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Please do. And then we can actually get into a Shawshank conversation. Um, yes. Before we get into that, I do want to say some words about Deacons because uh, that's what the podcast is for. Uh, I'll make it brief. I'll do my best. Um, Roger Deacons. Now, Sir Roger Deacons is a British cinematographer. Uh, he did works such as Skyfall, nineteen seventeen, um, a bunch of Coen Brothers movies. So that's you know Fargo, No Country for Old Men, mm. um, uh, Big Lebowski. Um, what? What? Blade Runner. I'm getting. I get Blade Runner. The word Blade Runner and Cyberpunk mixed up. Yeah, he did. He did not do the original Blade Runner. He did do Blade Runner 2049, which basically is Cyberpunk. Um, even though I have never seen Blade Runner in my life, uh, which I will. I will correct that soon. Um, but just real quick, uh, Roger Deakins is maybe the greatest living cinematographer working right now. Um, he's by far the most famous as well. Like no one can name a single cinematographer, but there's, if you're a movie fan, you can name Roger Deakins. Um, he, uh, easily, um, he, uh, one of his notable like techniques that he uses, he's really good with shadows and he just loves playing with lights. Uh, this is moving lights, uh, while the shot's going on. Uh, this will be like getting a silhouette for a fight scene, like in Skyfall, um, if you need an example of Deacon cinematography, uh, I think Skyfall is a great example. If you watch that, uh, rooftop Shanghai fight, um, where like you have like neon panels reflecting into, um, neon panels reflecting into this fight scene. You can only see their shadows fighting, but you know exactly who's who it's, it's like a masterclass in Deakensian filmmaking. Uh, it's great. Um, but it's just funny that he worked on Ranko and Shawshank, and he's easily the most notable. Uh, and he's also, not only is he just a great cinematographer and everything's very pretty, but not only that, but he knows how to read a script. And his selection of the movies he works on are all incredible. They've all really been, good. like, he's best picture. Really yeah, they've either good. been, like, all of them have been, like, easy, easy best picture contenders. Not like, oh, yeah, that'll get a nomination. Like, a lot of the movies he's worked on are like, oh, if that gets best picture, I will not be angry. Like, that's probably deserving of it. Like, the way, like, you know, when he works on a movie, he not only elevates it, but he knows to read a good script. Like, some of the scripts he works on are crazy good. So, and he also loves to team up with really talented directors uh, very early on in those directors' careers. So, really good stuff from Roger. Uh, And, yeah, so... uh, What'd you find about movies about Portland, Noah? I cannot find a single, um, I cannot find, uh, oh, uh, uh, the hit movie, uh, Message mm-hmm. in a Bottle. Message um, in a Bottle. Uh, I've, I'm aware bottle that's a song by the police, Portland. but I'm not really sure if that's anything else. Um, Nicholas Sparks' first book turned into a movie. Oh, so no, it's Nicholas Sparks? Yes. It was, it was a 1999 movie. Um, yes. 
Wow. Was filmed partially. But it's but like picture a bunch of studio executives in LA who are just like, yo, we need to make a movie. And we're gonna do it in Portland, Maine. Like who says that? Do Well, I guess well actually Stephen King says that because all his movies take place in New England, so Yeah, do say I was about to say, do Stephen King count? Yeah. Do um Stephen no, well King Stephen King count? Stephen King makes Maine movies. He does not make Portland Maine movies. Um, back to Shawshank. This is too good of a movie to compare it's, to Rango. It's too it good. Is... Uh, wait, actually, hold on. Uh, before we get like a, a even deeper into it, uh, which I've been saying this whole time, even though we're getting <laughs> deeper. Um, Noah, you, this is the first time you've ever seen Shawshank. Please, yes. I need you to enlighten me with your thoughts. Like, just like, just completely unironic. Like, what did you think of the movie? It was one of those movies where I just need to take like a like a cold shower. After. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, need yeah, to yeah. like dwell on it, not in the same way that I need to take a shower after like Clockwork Orange. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. It's not like, like you didn't feel place. dirty. It's more of like, yes. yo, I gotta think about this. Yes, I need I need time to just like process. Think of process because it is a masterful movie it touches on a lot of issues um a lot of good just it was it was it took my interest it held me by my shoulders and and it it hung you off that prison roof yes it did it hung (laughs) me off that prison roof um uh also i going in I'm sure you've heard of the Shawshank Redemption before going into the movie. Yes. Um, but uh, you've obviously heard, like, oh, it's the greatest movie of all time. Were you worried about that? Did you think that it wasn't going to live up to expectations? Um, Not necessarily. I feel like so many people have talked about it that it wasn't, like, a, a singing in the rain situation where I didn't watch it and go, I didn't actually like this. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was going to be good um but i was and it was generally surprised at how better it was because mm-hmm. um, it's not like it's a it's one of those movies that's really really good but not only that it's like extremely entertaining which is really hard to ride that line yes you know of between it's, being like oh masterful filmmaking really good cinematography but also like it's one of the few movies that even though it's kind of long like it's two and a half hours I would kind of not mind just running it back another time afterwards, you know? It sits up there with Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, <laughs> in the fact that it is very high quality and mm-hmm. continues to keep my attention despite its insanely long runtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unlike Return of the do. King, did that have 11 Oscar wins? Didn't think so. <laughs> no. Um, did, wait, how many... did? Um, let me. Return of the King won eleven Oscars. Noah. I, I, no, I do know that. I oh, okay. do know it's absurd. It's, I'm Oscar. not saying that in like a mean way. Like you didn't know that. Yes. It's more of like it constantly surprises me. It, I knew that, and it still surprises me. It's a great movie. It's just like it's not an Oscars movie. Uh, Shawshank Redemption has won um, seven. Oscars seven. in total. Oscars. Did it wait yeah. nominated for seven or won seven? Oh, oh, oops. 
yeah. uh, nominated. Okay. I just want, I was like, wait, it won seven? Wow. Um, yeah. Which no, I think that's, not. that's a bit it, of a snub for it. Uh, it did not win any. Uh, yeah. Let me look up Shawshank Academy. Uh, I just want to see, I want to see what else was in best Golden picture Thompson. contention there. Um, 1995. 1995. All right, hold on. Give me a second. Uh, just stall until I find it. Uh, Forrest Gump won that year. So. Oh, son of a bitch. Okay, that makes me angry. <laughs> that they both had to come out at the same time. Well, hold on. Let me. I'll talk about. I think I remember looking at that year and just going, being like, really? Um. Nineteen. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um. So the nominees uh, that year were Four Weddings and a Funeral. It's a comedy. Never seen it. Uh, Quiz Show. Never seen it. I think it's directed by Robert Redford, though. Um, And then the three big contenders. Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, and The Shawshank Redemption. Um, That's a heavy year. That's a really... Wow. I just think, like, if I had to pick between Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, and Shawshank Redemption, it's a really hard decision. Um, I'm not the biggest Forrest Gump fan because sometimes, like, the messages and how they handle uh, Ginny makes me really sad. Uh, uh, and just how they handle things kind of makes me just not jazzed up about Forrest Gump. And it's still, like, that's a total, you know, Best Picture nomination. But, like, to win over Pulp Fiction and the Shawshank Redemption? Like, come on. Well, also, that year was Lion King. Was that the Lion King year? That's a great... 1994 is a good year. 90, it was 95, I think. Uh, I know, I'm looking at it. It says it's the 94 Oscars, which means the movie... Yeah. Am I looking um, at the wrong year? Uh, the, yeah, the uh, I'm IMDb looking at it. No, 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 says... it's because... No, no, I think... I know what you're thinking. It's because the 1994 Oscars were held March 27th, 1995. Okay, got it. Because got they it. do I the understand. Oscars at they do yes. the Oscars for the previous year. Yes. I so, like for an that. example, we're gonna see, you know, the it'll be called the 2021 Oscars, but it'll really about 2020 movies. Yes. Yeah. Also, Little Women was that year. A different Little Women. Different Little Women. That was the Winona Ryder one and yes. Christian Bale. Ah, oh, Winona Ryder. I need to, yeah, Christian Bale. I, I need to Christian see. I want to see Bale. that movie, but I know I'm gonna like the new one better because I really like the new one. Um, but which Shawshank. we might we'll save but Little Shawshank. Women for another a future podcast episode. I wouldn't mind yes. doing that. Um, okay, oh, both yeah. Little Women. Uh, what? Both Little. Oh, women. both Little Women. That we'll bring it up at the end. We're gonna do yeah. the idea that we both thought of but didn't I say. Think, yes, yes. But because that sounds really good. Um, but um, yeah. Uh, Morgan Freeman's. Um, his role in this movie and his his performance is very it's incredible. Good. It's very good. It's it's uh, it's like the only it's one of the few movies where Morgan Freeman doesn't play himself and he's playing a role. You know what I mean? Because I feel like in a lot of movies yes. he's like I'm the wise old man, but in this he's like a, a cynical oldish man, but not like cynical, but with like a really kind heart. It's and, and it's so good. To harken back to what I said last podcast with Jim Carrey, it's a lot like how they will get Jim Carrey in on movies and say, okay, quick, be Jim Carrey. Yeah. I feel like Morgan Freeman is now, hey, be, be Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. 
But this movie, this he's is... like, you get to see like this is Morgan Freeman as an actor. Like he yes. is height of his power. I every line delivery could Nobody not like it couldn't him. be read by anyone else. Nobody can physically stop him. Height no of one his can power. Stop him. Like I not nothing against the actor who plays I believe it's Tim Robbins who plays Andy. Nothing against him, and I think he has a great no. performance. It's like if you you can't good. you're you're going scene like in a scene you're going toe to toe with Morgan Freeman. Like you can't you can't top it. Yes, you. It is so hard to compete. Well, it's not really competing. It's not a compete, but like scene, but you know. I guess if we're talking about like movie politics, then you in in a movie You're like this, you kind of go like, "Who's better, off. Tim Robbins or Morgan Freeman?" And Morgan Freeman is better. Not, but like, yes. why would you compare? That's stupid. But like, no. in a comparison, it's Morgan Freeman. No matter they who work. you play, who you are, you're at you. You can't. They work off each other really well, though. But I they do. do their chemistry their, is great. Their chemistry on screen. Chemistry is such a word used for like, r- like when it's like a romantic couple relationship but you can really use it when there's a friendship that's a really yes it's really important when there's a friendship and also especially like this one where you're supposed to expect like this could last years and it has lasted for years we go over like a decade in this movie yes and like i'm i'm like yeah tim robbins and morgan freeman will not stop being friends um it it's just it's it's there's not much i mean we can get artistic and we can talk about the mise-en-scene and we can talk about the lighting <laughs> we can talk about deacons going going but, home with yes. that thunder scene at the end yes uh but other than that there's not much to say other there's, than you can't this like this is a good movie it's like we're not gonna go like okay now what now the flaws of the shawshank redemption like we can't no, i can't think of it of course they exist i can't think of any i can't think of any you kidding me like this this is basically it's like I think my letterbox review for this movie was it's like staring into the sun. Like I yes. Like you can't it's what else it's 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 sh- it's the Shawshank redemption. Um the, the word alone saying it's Shawshank it just can strike so I already much like, into, like I have an image like if you just say like heart. Yeah, just even the word Shawshank has become like a term. Yes. Like like, you know, like, oh, I'm going to get holed up in Shawshank. Like, it's like, that's like, a, everyone knows what Shawshank is, even if you haven't seen the movie. Or, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Also, I think we can get into some other performances, some side character performance that we liked. Because Morgan Freeman and Tim Robbins are just good. That's nothing new. I'd like to talk about um, uh, the actor played, uh, uh, Clancy Brown, a.k.a. the actor for Mr. Krabs as the, as, uh, oh, the God. chief guard. As the chief guard, I wanted yes. to talk about that. Could you, you knew it was Mr. You knew it was Clancy Brown, this Mr. Krabs, right? You did tell me this um, okay. before going into it. Oh, wait, I should Mr. have not Krabs have told you. This movie. Oh, I shouldn't have told you. And then you would have been like, wait, is that, is that Mr. I, Krabs? I horrified. <laughs> You'll never almost. hear Mr. Krabs again, like the same. I will never. I will never be the same. This um, is like this is like watching Pulp Fiction and hearing Christopher Walken's speech. Like I can't <laughs> associate Christopher Walken with anything else now. That's that's a great point. This um, is Matthew McConaughey's speech in Wolf on Wall Street. Like I, <laughs> yep. This is that's that's a great that's a great. Can't take. watch Dallas Buyers like Club because I think of Wolf on Wall Street. <laughs> um, I feel like for a lot of people it's the other way around, but yeah. 
I think so. I think it is. Um, um, cause just because, I don't know, that was like a... I don't know. Um, I need to see Dallas Buyers Club. Haven't seen it. I do, too. Yeah. Um, maybe we could save that somehow for a we'll podcast? We'll the bank. We'll see. I'll, I'll put in my notes and see what we put can in combine the it with. Uh, no, completely, completely. Um, um, uh, <laughs> Little Women and uh, <laughs> the Dallas Buyers Club? Little Women and Drive. It's just Little Women and Drive. Such a powerful. Have you seen Have you seen Drive? I have not seen Drive. I need it's, to see Drive. It's though. yeah. It's it's good. I, I'm not. I, I keep comparing it to Baby Driver, and that's just. It's hard. It's that's illegal. tough. That's I because I both think oh Getaway Driver with that needs to get out of crime. I'm like oh yeah. so Baby Driver, but then like Baby Driver is just so much more fun than Drive. Um, so when you watch Drive, don't be like me and keep Baby Driver out of your head and think of like oh this is a different time pre baby driver so yeah do watch Um, baby driver what do watch baby driver do watch baby driver but like don't when you watch drive keep it out of your head because if you compare them you're going to realize that baby driver is better than drive um yeah uh drive is good i'm not not like a huge fan of drive but I, i like the vibe and i could see like oh if i was a a film boy in 2011 i'd love drive um i'd wear the jacket i'd the jackets become i don't know if you're familiar with this uh the jackets become like a running joke with like film people that like have you heard the term film bro yes yes yes. yeah that's that's the jacket the 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 film bro varsity jacket yeah where it's like oh uh, where it's like you go up to a film bro and it's like have you seen like art films and they're like yeah i watched christopher nolan and quentin tarantino what are you talking about yeah i watched drive I watched. It's a, yeah, I watched Drive. What do you mean? Have you seen any art films? Yeah, I watched Oscar-winning Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, Martin Scorsese says Marvel I mean. isn't cinema, and yeah, so I'm never gonna watch a Martin Scorsese movie ever. Did you know Martin Scorsese ghost wrote the script for Suicide Squad? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, if he can be in Shark Tale, you could convince me he did that. Shark Tale, baby. Um, um, actually, speaking of which, Francesca Scorsese, the daughter of Martin Scorsese, released her top five favorite movies, and oh all boy. of it was just clowning on her dad. And it's great. Was she it just Marvel said her films. No, she said her favorite movies were. Um, I forget. I only remember two of them, but that will just paint the picture for what the other three were like. Uh, the two of them were Shark Tale and Avengers: Infinity War. Oh God. <laughs> which it was totally like ironic. Like she's doing it just to mess yeah, with her yeah, dad. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's, like, a whole video of her on Christmas. No, no, no. For Marty's birthday, getting him um, Marvel merchandise. Like, so it's not, like, she's, she's like, used to it because she thinks it's, it's funny. Fun. Yeah, it's good it's fun. Good and, fun. like, Mar- Mar- you can see Marty laughing. Like, it's chill. It's fine. Um, he's not angry. Um, but, yeah. Uh, deep below the surface, he is fuming. <laughs> he's seething with anger. He is beyond, beyond rage. Um, oh completely um so maybe another yeah. five minutes on uh, just real quick uh, five minutes on shawshank and then we can go cut into uh next episode um hey willie cut, yeah? cut this one out uh, what <laughs> i said i said cut this one out oh uh, no we can we can yeah we can leave it in no nah, nah, uh, fine fine <laughs> keep it <laughs>
we're doing it live. I think we're doing fuck it, we're doing it live. Um no, I think I think the whole theme of this episode is us being sloppy because I'm not doing the can sound and I'm oh, leaving no. that cut in. Oh no, let's just let's just leave it all on the cutting. This is the raw uncut. I'll put don't worry, I'll put a song at the beginning and the end, but that that's it. Welcome to the raw uncut podcast. <laughs> For a second episode. We we are really losing it. Um Usually people start to fall behind on like the fiftieth. Mm-hmm. We but we're we're <laughs> we're no no we're setting our expectations low so then we peak later in the series. Yes. Um. um yeah. Shawshank was great. Pretty good. It was pretty really good. good. Uh. Well, what 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 would you rate it, Noah? Uh. I feel like anything below four and a half stars is a sin. So I'm going to say five stars. <laughs> that's a really good point, And that's why I rated it five as well. Um, it's just like, it's hard. Like, I don't know. I don't understand how someone could go like, oh, Shawshank. Yeah, it's all right. Like, I don't get that. Because yeah. like, it's not, I, it hits like every note for every person that can watch it. I can go like, oh, I want to read this as like a critical take on incarceration in the United States. Or I could go, I just want to watch a fun movie with Morgan Freeman. Or, like, I would just want to watch it for the cinematography. Or I want to watch for the editing. Like, it hits every note perfectly. Uh, unless you think, like, central intelligence is the peak of <laughs> filmmaking. Yeah. <laughs> this is a shout out to all you film bros out there who think that central intelligence is the peak of cinema. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. When the rev- when when Martin Scorsese rises and the revolution, the revolution comes, he will spare Central Intelligence. <laughs> he will spare Kevin Hart. You spare you spare the man known as Kevin Hart. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that was um, it's just good. Like I don't know. It's yeah. It's just enjoyable. like it's it's hard to say anything because not only has everything been said, but there's no critique about it. There's no. Mm-hmm extra point um i guess we could do like a little i think just because it's like a perfect movie um i guess we could say do you have a favorite quote from it if you can remember any oh god um i didn't write any or do you have a favorite shot because it's deacon's time well the obvious cop out i know exactly what it is is the oh yeah uh, wait cop out is the end are you wait hold on are you do are you talking about uh them hugging on the beach and the zoom out or are you talking about the lightning I am talking about both now that I think about it. Awesome. I was talking about the beach, but then I, have a, I was talking of but then the lightning. I have an I have an underrated shot. Um if uh if I could throw one in cuz the lightning one's easy. That's like literally yes. like when you talk about American I cinema. I the answer. Yeah, like if you, when you talk about American cinema and the most famous shots, like that's it yes. It's easily there. Um, my, I think the most underrated shot is the one where it's when he's hanging over, when he hangs him over the, uh, the roof. Um, and they do this really, Deacon says this cool thing where he takes the camera, he kind of goes over them and then over the wall and you're looking straight down. Yes. It's not, it's not like a, the best shot and Deacons does better later in his career and he has done better, but it's just like an underrated shot that goes like, oh my God, he is over like a wall. Like he could fall and die. Like I was like. You know, obviously he's a protagonist, toys, I knew he wasn't going to die, but like, yeah. It toys really good with, it, it, it messes with percep, with like perception. 
yeah and depth deacons gets really to move well. the camera make things more dramatic because like during that whole scene when he's moving them it's not like you see them move together like you're moving with them and you're moving yes. over that wall you've moved past it so it really yes. makes you go like oh my god he's over a wall um yes. again it's not like extremely tense and like deacons does better later but it's just a subtle shot to make you feel something and you know, in a lot of ways, cinematography is just like, cool, I'm going to use the camera to make you feel something, even though you can't put your finger on what I'm trying to make you feel or how I'm making you feel that. Yes. You were not in this situation, but here's how it would feel to be in this situation. Exactly. Exactly. That's um, all of film. That's all of film. Boiled it's capturing. Down. It's capturing a moment. And yes. God damn it, does Deacons know how to capture a goddamn moment. Uh, 1970. Have you, you've seen 1917, correct? I have not. Ooh. Not seen I to be honest, it's not. I would. We could do it for a podcast because I would like to talk about it. Because uh, actually, it's a pretty good movie to talk about. However, my issue with that is that it's not. Not that it's not good to rewatch, but like Deacons is the movie. So, would you like to go to final conclusions? Uh, yeah. No, I I think I'd like to go to um, final conclusions. Um, just in between, uh, for Shawshank or for both of them. Final conclusions. Oh, Oh wait, hold on. Let's let's talk about let's talk about both of them. Um, just real quick, and then we can move into what we're doing next episode. Um, yes. That's what is Deacons better in Noah? Shawshank. <laughs> Shawshank. Shawshank. William. Really, I think you're I think you're forgetting about that shot where Rango walks and the moon's behind him. Uh, it's a good I, that, shot. But... It, it is a really good shot. And there but is some Shawshank. shots in Rango where I'm like, ah, Deacons, I know where you yeah. are. Shawshank is just so powerful. It, yeah, you can't. It's just the camera what a, work is just what so a pairing. Palpable. I feel like we should. Oh, you know what would have been a good Deacons. Oh wait, I'm a little upset. I, we should have paired this with Rango with No Country for Old Men because they're both westerns with Deacons. Mm, ooh, yeah. That would have been. No that's Country actually would have been way smarter. Um, I've read it, never seen it. Yeah, it's a really good movie. I haven't read the book, so that actually might be a good conversation because you've read the book and I haven't. Yes. So that actually be a great conversation. Right. Um, best. Yeah. So we've narrowed down that the best performances in the movie are Morgan Freeman and Johnny Depp and Rango. Yeah. Which is better? <laughs> I. It's they're so different. They're so they're di- you so can't different that we to be can't... honest. How about this? There is a really easy answer here. God damn it! It's it's. I mean, it it's Morgan Freeman, but like, I don't want to discredit Johnny Depp's performance because he did very good. He did very well. Um, I don't know. It, like, it's. I think it's really hard talking about Shawshank just because there's no. I try to stay unartistic and just casual, so mm-hmm. it's hard to talk about Shawshank in a casual way. Yeah, like, you, when you talk about Shawshank, it makes, like, casual moviegoers say, like, oh, we're gonna have a critical discussion about this, because it's just yes. a great movie. Like, you, but you can't, like, you can't, I feel like you can't just say Shawshank was just good. Like, you need to say more of that, but you can't say, like, it's great, here are all the reasons why, because I could talk about it forever. It's, it's a, yes. it's like one of those, like, just perfect movies. It's a movie that I could rewatch and find something new in, which I really appreciate in a film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's on, watching um, from the it, Christian mythicism yeah. back to that from that perception of things. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's not there's nothing you can say. Um 
for those of you who want to, uh, Rango is currently on Netflix. And uh, Shawshank appears periodically on Hulu. So I suggest seeing it on Hulu if you get the chance. Uh, if not, it is, no matter how much it is to rent or even to buy, it's worth your money. If you stand outside on a cold full moon, night of a full moon, mm-hmm. rumor has it that you can see Shawshank on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a blue moon. Once in a blue moon. Um, Once in a blue moon. You know, they say um, if you... Uh, Make a journey to the ninth circle of hell. They actually have a copy of Shawshank Redemption on Hulu. And you can watch on it there. On VHS, actually. <laughs> in hell, they only have Shawshank on VHS. Not even in Blu-ray. Not even on DVD. Not just VHS. Um, they have other movies on DVD and Blu-ray. But, <laughs> but not Shawshank. Shawshank is only VHS. You have to... When um, you go to, the, to hell, just to make them even more pain, you can only watch Shawshank on Laserdisc. <laughs> pirated Laser copies uh say it again exist only pirated copies of shawshank exist only in hell only in hell um yeah so uh do you want to get to um is there any other final yes. things you want to say about or do you want to go into uh, what we're gonna do next episode they're both good movies entertaining movies but if i were to recommend one that was the most fun to watch it had well it wasn't fun to watch. if you want fun watch Ringo. If you want <laughs> genuinely thought-provoking content, Shawshank's there for you. But this is not to negate the fact that Shawshank is entertaining. It may not be fun, but it is very entertaining. Um, Does that make sense like to... at all? Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Would you like to recommend a movie? Um. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that Shawshank's a recommendation for me and Noah. Um, if you want to watch a movie... Related to Roger Deakins, uh, I definitely, um, I probably watched Skyfall or, or 1917. It's his most recent stuff. And for 2049, you have to watch Blade Runner before that. Again, I haven't seen 2049 or Blade Runner. That might be in future episode. We don't know. Um, but uh, I'd watch Skyfall or 1917. Uh, Skyfall is the best Bond movie. Casino Royale is really good, but Skyfall is just perfect um i watched that three times in 2020 uh which is i don't watch movies three times in a year uh but skyfall is the exception it's it means much to me a lot to me because it's part of my childhood and it's just really good um but that's yeah that's basically all i'm gonna say about that uh and then real quick before we go into noah and what he watched recently i just watched actually noah you talk about what you watched recently i'll i need to look up what i watched recently go so if i were to recommend a film on topic with one of these movies it would i would have to recommend um maybe the best western <laughs> which is which would be blazing saddles oh, um, oh i'm so happy you said i thought you're kidding i i legitimately thought like oh is he gonna say like good the bad the ugly or something and no, then you just went with blazing saddles and i'm like ah the there you go over there the door is over there good the bad and ugly Bla- <laughs> watch blazing saddles fantastic movie um that plays off the tropes of westerns and then some uh it's not everybody's cup of tea but do enjoy it um mm-hmm. if you don't uh go watch uh go watch johnny depp's version of charlie and the chocolate factory and have a good <laughs> laugh yeah um i uh let's see stuff i watched recently uh just real quick um 
I just watched 2020, uh, a 2020 film uh, by Regina King. It's her first feature film. She's been an actress for years, but it's her first uh, directorial debut. It is called One Night in Miami. It is um, currently on Amazon Prime. Um, it's uh, it's a story about um, Cassius Clay, a.k.a. Muhammad Ali, but this before he becomes Muhammad Ali. Uh, Jim Brown, the f- very famous quarterback. Um, Malcolm X and Sam Cooke. Um, they all meet one night in Miami. It's them talking about basically their stance on the civil rights movement at the time, um, what they're doing to help the civil rights movement or what they're not doing to help the civil rights movement. And basically everyone's opinion on what it's like being black in America in the seventies. Uh, it's based off a play. It's very much a play movie. Cause it's one of those, you know, one room, one night, four characters all talking for an hour for like an hour, 40 minutes. Uh, it's pretty short. Um, and it's very it. good. The music's really good because Leslie Odom Jr., he's from Hamilton. He plays um, Aaron Burr. He plays Sam Cooke. And he does covers of Sam Cooke songs. And Sam Cooke is just really good at music. So And so is Leslie Odom Jr. So how to suggest. And then Be- Kingsley Benadire, greatest Malcolm X. Um, and honestly, it's just an entertaining movie. Uh, but that's something you probably haven't seen. But most people haven't seen and you should. Because it's an easy Oscars contender. So I'd probably see that before... You know, we get later into the year and the Oscars come out. So, and then if you want to see other movies I've watched, you can follow me on Letterboxd at Willie Tier because I watched other movies uh, in the past two weeks since our last podcast. So, you can go and check that out because I watched a lot of other good stuff too. So, I didn't. There's only <laughs> one movie that I uh-huh. watched uh, in the span before last podcast um, that I would not recommend. <laughs> oh, no. But. I will recommend the movie before it. Go out, watch Wonder Woman, uh, the first one. Oh, this is um, uh oh the first Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman. Did you watch nineteen eighty four recently? I did watch eighty four. Oh, um, I uh, yeah, it's rough. Um, I it's so sad that most of the budget is going towards Pedro Pascal's uh, back problems after carrying <laughs> the film. Uh, I yeah, it's um. Really hard carry uh, by Pedro Pascal for really first... taking... As an actor, you need to make a lot of decisions. And what Pedro Pascal does is not only make a decision, but he makes every decision. And it's perfect. Yes. Um, not only uh, is the first Wonder Woman the best DC film in existence. Uh, who knows? They might make something better. Um, DC universe film yeah uh does not compare to the dark knight of course or maybe like christopher reeve superman in 77 yeah um but it's just such an amazing female-led movie and it's film it's a it's a landmark in cinema for female directors and it's really important and it's also just an entertaining movie panda 2 don't you want to see that oh you're goddamn right i do actually speaking of which noah perfect segue yes um we already thought we're not even seeing each other's faces we already know what our next episode is going to be i'm going to go out and say it our next episode will be shrek 2 and kung fu panda 2 kung fu panda 2 dreamworks animated sequels however i would like to save um uh, no Country for Old Men and Little Women, possibly for the I same know. episode. I'll see if oh, I can find such something. Such a brutal episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna that find is... some. I'm gonna find something that connects the two somehow, and uh, so we can have an excuse for having the podcast. I say but, um, both the. I say 
Both Little Women back to back is a very good. Both Little Women back to back would be great because I haven't seen the first the, the 1994 Little Woman and it has Christian Bale and Winona Ryder. But also, yes. uh, the recent 2019 Little Woman is honestly has become quickly one of my favorite like comfort movies of the past ever. It's a really good movie. So, um, yeah, that's pretty good. But our next episode will be Shrek 2 and Kung Fu Panda 2. Shrek 2 and Kung Fu Panda. Um, wait, um, actually, I have never seen Shrek 2. When was the last time you saw Kung Fu Panda 2, Noah? I have light memories of Kung Fu Panda 2. Because I want I you to... know I can tell you the plot of Kung Fu Panda 1. I can tell you the villain of Kung Fu Panda 2, and that's about it. <laughs> okay, I want... You will be... When I say that you're going to be pleasantly surprised, I really do mean it. <laughs> I sure hope. I, cause I, I am so deeply biased towards Shrek 2. Um, it, it's going to be hard to convert us. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you need one to be better. I'm just saying that I know you've heard me preach the good yes. Lord's word of Kung Fu Panda 2, and I need you to understand. <laughs> I need yeah. someone to understand, Noah. Um... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, um, and also, uh, last thing before we go, just because I'm curious, um, Pulp Fiction, Shawshank Redemption, and Forrest Gump, what should have won the Oscars? Or what did? Well, Forrest Gump did win, but, yes. uh, I stand that Pulp Fiction should have won. Okay. Um, um I'm a Forrest big Gump, Pulp... Don't get me wrong, great movie. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a good movie. I have some problems with it, but it's, it's still a good movie. Yes. Um, I actually have a lot of problems with Forrest Gump, but we're not going to get into that. Um, no, every time I think about it, it just becomes more and more problematic to me. Um, Lining up for a Forrest Gump episode. Oh, God. Uh, actually, th- no, no, that'd be kind of fun. I've only seen it once a long time ago, but every time I think about it, it just gets worse and worse in my head. Um, um, I think Shawshank should have won, even though Pulp Fiction is like a viable answer. It's just more of a personal thing. I just really like Shawshank. Yes, um, I really like Pulp Fiction. I, yeah, and so, so do I. It's just, it's, and honestly, either one winning, I'm fine. I just think that both those movies are better than Forrest Gump, honestly. God. All right. Uh, um, but cool. That is the end up. of the episode. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Thank you. All right. See you guys. Bye.